Hi und herzlich willkommen to my show A German Girl in Hollywood. My name is Viola Sator. I'm a German-born actress and storyteller living in sunny Los Angeles, California. This podcast is about staying on top, hitting the wall, jumping the fence and finding my truth. No defeat is too big, no success is too small, as long as it helps to answer the question. What the fuck does it take to become a happy human being already? Besides cats. So thanks for listening and stay tuned. I'm depressed. Yep. I'm depressed. Why? Because this is not La La Land. Why not? Because I'm not a 27-year-old actress who, after six years and 100-plus auditions in Los Angeles, wants to give up on her not-fast-enough-moving career. Then who are you? I am a year-old waitress who wants to give up. City of stars, are you shining just for me? Didn't think so. I moved out here as a 27-year-old actress. I did everything they told me to do. I became a member of SAG, I kept my days open for castings, I did plays for free, I joined a little production company, I created my own content and even dabbled in stand-up comedy, which in hindsight probably shortened my life by a good 15 years. I did everything I could do and yet I feel like I didn't do enough. I didn't mingle enough, I didn't invest enough, I didn't booze, schmooze, or trained enough. All of it implying, I am not enough. I remember movies being the only thing making me feel full when I was a kid. During lots of screaming and dysfunctional family behavior, I would crawl into the little cave I've made for myself, usually consisted of a few blankets which I had thrown over a couple of chairs, with the teeny tiny black and white TV sitting on one of them. Esther Williams' graceful movements through the waters would let me forget what was going on beyond the smelly old fabric hanging above my head. I turned the volume all the way up when Gene Kelly was singing in the rain. Sean Connery, Clark Gable and Elvis Presley did not only light up my screen, but also my young heart. Movies made me feel like everything is going to be okay. Naturally, I wanted to be in them. For as long as I can remember, all I wanted to be was an actress. Fast forward to some short film festival your friend schlepped you to, you notice, after all these years of being in LA, you still don't have anything to show for when someone asks, Oh, you're an actress, that is so great. What are you working on right now? Um... Uh... Well... Um... I sort of... No, never mind. Ugh. And you just can't seem to find an answer that would be satisfying to either the person asking or to yourself. And then you witness your friend taking the heat off of you and breeze easily through the Hollywood parkour. 
Well, I am working on this amazing script right now that I plan on submitting to multiple short film festivals. I also have an under five appearance coming up on Saturday Night Live. And I'm super excited to meet this outstanding casting director that usually casts a lot of strong women characters. So that's right up my alley. Bravo. After trying out for something for so long without tangible results, you do start to wonder if life has something different in store for you. Or if you suck badly at what you do. Or if it's maybe time to want what you can have as opposed to running after what you can't have. So you go searching. You start meditating. You read. You write. And you listen to enormous amounts of Eckhart Tolle and Abraham Hicks. You try to keep your head up high, or at least above water, while your insides make the dark night of the soul look like a ride in an amusement park. Fear becomes your constant companion. Fear of failure. Fear of success. Fear of what other people will think of you. Fear of what your old school teacher will think of you. I still got my bets on you. Please do not disappoint me. Heck, fear of what your cat will think of you. Meow. Fear is the reason why you replace the word I with you when you write. Yet, being part of a great story is all I can think about. After over 11 years, barely any auditions and even less bookings in Hollywood, I want answers. So I'm going to a woman in the valley named Connie Kaplan, who I stumbled upon on Gaia TV, which is basically Netflix for spiritual junkies. No, she's not a witch nor a fortune teller. She's completely legit. Well, You might have to charmingly ignore the fact that she received the information I'm going to tell you about from two angels. But who the heck cares where truth comes from as long as your questions are being answered and things you already knew deep down inside are being validated? I don't. Connie's body of work is called the Invisible Garment and is technically based on the astrological chart, but only in terms of the structure. It gives you an insight of why you incarnated on planet Earth. The system states that you brought specific principles along with you when your mother squeezed you out. There are 30 spiritual principles that color your persona and weave the fabric of your human life. Which ones are specifically yours depends on when and where you were born. When Connie opens the door, the first thing I do is kneel down to her dog. My manners are extraordinary, as always. She puts my chart on the table and asks why I'm there. I tell her, I don't know which way to go. I have this unexplainable urge to write, but I don't trust myself doing it. And I'm not sure if I'm manipulating everything I touch. And even though I'm not having any success, I still love acting. But I just don't know what else to try in order to make it work. To explain in detail what followed next would take too long, but basically it came down to this. On the chart are four quadrants. Each one stands for a specific theme. The sociological, the psychological, the philanthropical, and the philosophical. Depending on when and where you were born, you will have certain strings in certain quadrants, supporting your path and having the spiritual principles work through you. Connie shows me where the actors are. Usually. She points to the sociological quadrant on my chart and it is completely empty. And when I say empty, I mean nothing. Not one connection in there. Nada, nix, niet. 
Then she points at the philosophical quadrant, specifically to my ninth house. And that motherfucker is packed. My son is in there, my mental body, my emotional body, almost everything. And Connie says, This is where the writers are. I cried. For the first time in a long time, I felt relief. The pressure of having to be a successful actress slowly fell off my shoulders and I took a breath that was deep and light and easy. So this isn't my fault? It's not because I'm not good enough or because I entertain negative thoughts more than positive ones? Connie added, this doesn't mean you can't move in that sector. You can still be an actress and do and try everything you want. But you might not have much pull in it because acting is not what you came here to do. I'd like to tell you that I left confused because how can something that I dreamed about all my life not be what I came here to do? Yet, to me it all made sense. Stories were what kept me afloat when things were crazy at home. Stories gave me hope and made me feel not alone. But when you're four or five years old, you only see the person on the screen who's interpreting the stories and not the big picture. So you choose to be the instrument that is part of the whole and that stands up front. And that's what you stick with through thick and thin. Until a woman in the valley validates your secret thoughts and gives you a fresh perspective. You don't have to wait for someone to give you the chance to be that one single character in a great story. You can be every single character in all the stories you want by writing them. Hey, city of stars. I'm still here. I'm scared, but I'm still here. Despite the fact that you have not paid any attention to me. Despite the fact that you want me to work long nights and loud bars for little pay in which I get other people drunk and listen to their dreams finally come true. I am still right here. And I will go on telling the stories of people whose dreams haven't come true. If not on screen, then off. Because I am one of them. And telling stories is just what I do. And that simply has to be enough. And when it's enough, then we're talking love, self-love to be exact. Sure, the love you have for others is important too, but mainly the love you have for yourself is where all good is born from. And if you manage to really love yourself even though you didn't get the part, the heart, the job or the price, if you manage to love yourself even though you're not particularly proud of yourself and your dreams didn't come true, then the award will still go to you. City of Stars Go on There's so much I cannot see